Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Pitch your free throws because they're free. Fisher, Tosopolis, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider, Daily Stripe. Tuesday, April 25th, 2023, Aaron Rodgers' first full day as a New York Jet. Very exciting. The deal is finally done. We have waited for what seems to be a millennium, an Avatar 2 length wait, some would say. Now he's a Jet. What does this mean for the AFC? Can they contend for a Super Bowl? Toss, Nick, and then I'll follow you guys. Well, you don't have to follow us because you've already come out and said. You went on social media, made a little vertical video, and, and said that they're a, a true contender for winning the AFC, mm-hmm. getting to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and you all but locked them in to win the AFC East, which got some blowback from some good. a lot of Bills fans, obviously. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily, like, in lockstep with you, but I think it's Aaron Rodgers. Two out of the last three years, he won the MVP. I know he's older, but I think we, we still all know he has gas left in the tank, and this immediately makes his team a lot better. Um, I'm just mostly interested to see what happens, like, off the field with this team and what kind of just crazy media cycle is going to be surrounding this in, this team this entire season. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, you're letting the, the wild animal loose in New York. Yeah. Right? The concrete jungle. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see. And look, I think a lot of people who are kind of not giving Jets enough credit are people who probably didn't watch enough Jets games last season to know that they were pretty good with all the quarterback questions they had all season long, new head coach, great defense, great young offensive pieces. They lost their star running back midseason and still continue to win games, play close games. Um, And look, the Bills have underachieved for the past four seasons, right? They've been picked to win the division, not only win the division, but also to win the Super Bowl Hmm. for the last two seasons, and they just haven't been able to even get there. So... It's a wide-open division, in my opinion, especially with Miami, with their uncertainty, you know. Your Pats, you know, they're definitely a shell of themselves. Um, The Jets can definitely take a hold. It's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun to watch. The true question is if they can get past the Chiefs, the Bengals, maybe the Chargers. Yes. You couldn't have said it better. We've seen the narrative of the Bills. This is their time. This is their time for enough times for me to balk at it 
prove it to me. Right. They had the Bengals at home in Buffalo in their conditions, and well, they flopped. I also think that we come out of last season's playoffs, and the way that we're talking about Josh Allen was not the way that we were going into last season talking about Josh Allen. I think if people were making their quarterback rankings right now, most people wouldn't have Josh Allen in their top two. And we were right there saying, is, you know, Josh Allen and Mahomes, right? Like, or Mahomes and Josh Allen, rather. Um, I don't know if he's my top three or top four. Same with me, right? He might be, like, right on the cusp of five, six. I got got Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. And then from there, you know, maybe Herbert, maybe Rodgers. Rodgers didn't have the best season last season, but, I mean... Back-to-back MVPs. If he wants to turn it on, he'll turn it on. There's no doubt he has won a Super Bowl. You know, there's no doubt in my mind Trevor Lawrence could pass these guys. Mm -hmm. Realistically, I mean, um, and the doll people saying the Dolphins, sure, but the Dolphins, we have to see them at full health and full tilt. Could they win the division? Yes, but the Jets in 11 games last year with the with the carousel of Zach Wilson, who sucks, Mike White, backup at best, Flacco, Flacco, they were seven and four in 11 games, right. Brees Hall also went down, and they had a, they had like a you know, carousel at running back. This is a Jets team. The defense is getting better. They didn't lose their first round pick this year. They still have that. They have another second round pick this year. They didn't lose, you know, because they had two to play with. Right. So they, they have, and they could continue to trade back and get more picks. They, they didn't lose their first round pick, and they honestly didn't even lose that much ground either. They moved back two spots. They feasibly will lose next year's first round pick yeah, as long was, as sixty five percent of the game, which he will. Right, and then the Packers, okay. But I still don't necessarily think that that was the package that you're looking for if you're trading Aaron Rodgers. Again, as I mentioned, two no. of the last three seasons, MVP. No. People are also forgetting the moves that they made this offseason, too. I mean, they signed McCall Hardman. Yes. McCall right? Hardman. Lazard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's two great weapons right there to put right next to um, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully like propel him forward, giving some attention um, you know, uh, the DBs are going to have to spend some time covering Alan Lazard and, and McCole Hardman, a deep threat, obviously. So we, I would expect Garrett Wilson would look even better next season. Yeah, I actually was impressed with the Jets' offseason as a whole. They brought in Chuck Clark at safety, which I thought was nice. They just brought back Connor McGovern to be center. They Vera Tucker is going to come back healthy. Becton, we will see, but he oh, he's going to be healthy going into the season. They brought in Solomon Thomas. Yeah, they they probably have to go and make a move at tackle at some point. So if Skronsky's off the board at 15, which he probably will be, um, all, I assume Paris Johnson will be off the board too. Yeah, Darnell likely. Wright could be off the board, but if he's not, he's a really good answer there. Broderick Jones, uh, some people you know, flip-flop back and forth. Like We've seen the 30 to 13 be really high on Broderick Jones. We've seen our very own Joe, Joe DeLeon not be very high on Broderick Jones. Mm. So he, there's a you know, kind of a cycle of tackles. For me, i got to see it proven uh, on the field. But at 15, one of those guys could be there. And if they're not, you can move back and continue to bring back some picks and yeah. continue to add more depth to the defense if you really want. Is this the most parity that we have seen in the AFC East in our lifetime? 100%. For sure. Because we, like, you said the Patriots are a shell of themselves, but when push comes to shove, yeah, they could win you be seven, eight games. Would you, yeah, would you be surprised if they had the best defense in the, in the division? No, because no, we're, sit- yeah, we're sitting there at 14. But, you know, we, we say do. that because our expectations are always so high for them because they've won seven Super Bowls yeah. prior to this new regime. Regime is in quarterback, of course. Um, but six, I mean, six. Even if six? Yeah, three and three. Seventh was with Seventh the Bucks. Seventh Tampa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I wish. But, oh, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> but, even before then, the Dolphins were the top dog, right? 
Yeah, Dolphins. And the Bills were the top dog in the nineties. Bills, yeah. Like, Bill, it's rotated. Yeah. Jets, yeah, the Jets have had their moments. Look, I mean, this. I'm not saying, I'm not saying the Patriots could win the division, but they'll definitely be in. They're the mix. They're not going to win the division. They'll be in the mix, and I think they're going to be better than you think, more competitive than you think. Look, but they have a, to play these other teams in the won, division. Hundred percent. But they won eight games last year. I feel like, bad for for Mac. It's not up or shut up time though. Yeah, hundred percent, not up or shut up time. But and I, I said in that. I said in one of the videos I, I made yesterday, the AFC is extremely tough, but now the Jets are also extremely tough. You know, it's not like they have made their move. They've done a good job. Look, if Aaron Rodgers plays good football and brings good, like, energy and brings good wins and brings, like, good, like, you know, and brings the Jets back out from the Sanchez, the Flacco, you know, the Fitzpatrick, the Zach Wilson. This is a good mask for the Zach Wilson flop. If he brings them out of those doldrums from the quarterback realm – at least the next guy they bring in hopefully will be better than Zach Wilson and the guys they've taken in the past. Yeah. So it's at least at his worst, which we saw last year, he threw like 26 touchdowns and 12 picks. He still had a good year by anyone else's standards. I look at this change of scenery for him like an ayahuasca trip, mm-hmm. right? Like he just needs to clear his mind, put the past in the past, hit the reset button, go out, try to get that, ever so elusive second Super Bowl win. You got two or three years to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think in the his like career context for Aaron Rodgers, he's on a really good team that I we can say that they're a contender, but like I still need to see them do it on the field. I'm not locked into them being a contender, especially when you're playing within the AFC and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes exist. Hundred percent. So I like the NFC, if you look at the quarterback list side by side, it's not even close. Like that is the conference that you would want to go to if you're a quarterback to win the NFC and potentially get to the Super Bowl. It's the I, easier route. I agree with you wholeheartedly. The NFC now officially is way easier. I will say two points. One point, not mine, but one point to yours. When Brady went, and I know Brady's better than Rodgers, but when Brady went to the NFC, we're like, oh my God, he's going to Tampa Bay. And they're going to have to go through Green Bay. They're going to have to go through the Niners, the Rams. Drew Brees was there with the Saints. And he was fine. More than fine. He was like bum Brees, though. He like couldn't throw further than 20 yards. I believe they beat them twice, though. Great defense. Excellent they beat, defense. They, they beat them twice. And they I think the they, also did have the, they also did have the Panthers and the Falcons in their division, which was which helped. two teams that you could just mop up wins on. Yes. I do think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have the bounce back of the change of scenery. And these, you know, the eye in the sky, David Eaton, shout out to him. Of course, has always sent an email today. These are the quarterbacks that have gone to the Super Bowl and then changed teams. Brady goes to the Bucks, wins again. Foles, he's not throwing once in there. Manning goes from Colts, Denver, wins again. Russell Wilson remains to be seen. Flacco, obviously nothing. Now Aaron Rodgers. Brad Johnson, nothing really after Tampa. Kurt Warner goes from the Rams to the Cardinals, doesn't win a Super Bowl, but gets back, right? Brett Favre doesn't go back to the Super Bowl. NFC Championship? But goes to the NFC Championship with the Vikings. Montana doesn't go back, I believe, but has success with the Chiefs. And uh, Jeff Hostetler, uh, you know, nothing. Okay. Okay. Um, Now, relatively small 
sample, sample size. size. You can only but win one been, Super Bowl every year. So yeah. So but these guys, look, I, I think the change change of scenery. He's the guy that wanted it. New York. I think he's good. I think he's better with the media than people give him credit for. I think he's fun on the McAfee show. I think he could be really good in New York. I think he could embrace New York. I don't think New York media is going to get to him. And yeah, and most I, importantly, it's a quick flight to Indy still. So yeah, and he gets a good running back. I wouldn't be surprised. If they spend like one of their you know, later round picks on a running back, and if some one of these guys start, like I don't know where Tucker from Syracuse is going to fall, but he's a good you know guy to have in the backfield as a backup to Brees Hall, and he if he's there in the fourth round, I could see the Jets taking him and and you know develop continuing to develop the depth on their you know on the running back chart, and we've seen Aaron Rodgers make running backs great. Garrett Wilson's the best receiver he's played with since Devontae left by far. I mean, this is the best quarterback the Jets have ever had in the history of their. Franchise. Without a doubt, they, they compared the side by side of his stats to Jets quarterback stats all time. There's only been one 4,000 yard season from a quarterback, and that was Joe Namath, I think, in like 1970 or something. I mean, yeah, we're talking about Pennington as being their guy. This is a huge upgrade. No, no MVPs for quarterbacks for the Jets. Obviously, no Super Bowls. Oh, sorry, Joe Namath. Namath yeah, um, I think there's like zero 30 yard 30. 30 touchdown seasons, mm-hmm. and, like, Rodgers has, like, what, like 12 of those, 8 of those? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right. Keep the train moving because it is draft week. Nick, you posed a good question in the group. Top five wide receivers taken in round one since 2000. Was that the metric yeah, you I wanted mean, to go it's, by? It's the graphic that um, our social team put out on the Believe Twitter this morning, mm-hmm. approximately 7.43 a.m., Okay. Wow, term. those are the good facts that people don't always drop in there, but I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just just so you know when you know, yeah. it was released. But it's the best first round wide receiver since two thousand. So mm. our list is Larry Fitzgerald, number three overall, Calvin Johnson, number two overall, Andre Johnson, number three overall, Julio Jones, number six overall, Reggie Wayne, number thirty overall, Mike Evans, number seven overall. Justin Jefferson, number 22 overall. DeAndre Hopkins, 27 overall. Jamar Chase, number five overall. And A.J. Green, number four overall. So if we're going by who's the best here, in my eyes, it's Calvin Johnson. I think he's 1A, 1B when it comes to Randy Moss as the greatest mm-hmm. receiver sure. of all time. You could throw Jerry Rice in there, but different style of receiver. Okay. 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 I... Here's I've kind of been making where was he a, picked again? Number two overall two? by the by the Lions. I'm making a list like as I go. Can I like, just can I yeah, just mention that Marvin Harrison, ninety six, Moss, ninety eight, mm-hmm. also both first round picks. So if you wanted to open it up earlier than two thousand sure. into guys that like we watched in our lifetime, you would throw those guys in there. But I like I like yeah. um, kind of closing the gap there to make it a little bit tougher of a decision and, and not, not including Randy. Cause I think at that point he becomes the number one pick for me, at least mm-hmm. I think the value aspect of this is really interesting. That's what I was going to get at. Cause it, Justin Jefferson is 22 and Deandre Hopkins was the 27th pick. Yeah. Reggie Wayne was 30th. Like the thing to me, these are the top five in my eyes based off of value, based off what they meant to their franchise. Uh, and it could get some flack, but, this is just, you know, again, Fitzgerald, mm. number one, all-time Cardinal, the best player in franchise history, never left, super consistent, didn't win a Super Bowl, got to a Super Bowl. Reggie Wayne, 
second best receiver in franchise history, still with the team as a coach. He left for a brief period at the end, but we really don't count that. Drafting him led to two Super Bowl appearances in one Super Bowl. Mike Evans, model of consistency, a thousand yards every season, stuck with the Buccaneers, has had unbelievable years. Drafting him was a huge part of them winning a Super Bowl. Julio Jones, you say Megatron's 1B, Tyranny Moss is 1A. We throw Jerry Rice, of course, many perceived to be the best of all time in there. But I would throw Julio as probably my fourth receiver on Mount Rushmore, uh, him or AB. So I have Julio at number four for the Atlanta Falcons. I know that in, the, in his latter years, he's left and moved around the league a lot. But what he really meant to that franchise was a huge pick for them. And then I, I don't even, I don't remember, because I kind of like was going at this and trying to, you know, and I saw the graphic earlier. Was Demarius Thomas on this list? He was not. That's a huge whiff. Because Demarius Thomas was a huge result in the Denver Broncos winning the Super Bowl. I know I left Megatron off, and I think Megatron, I'm with you, is probably maybe even better than Randy Moss as far as skill set and what he was capable of doing. To me, in my eyes, still to this day, that's a bad pick. Well, I'm, I'm looking at this just as talent. Sure, yeah. Who's, who's the best wide receiver in, like, out of, of all time on, in this list? Now, if you're looking at it from the value perspective, yeah, it's not a good value because he retired, what, after... Ten, eight, ten eight, seasons, nine seasons. eight, nine seasons, like didn't even play out to his full potential. He, he retired on top mm-hmm. and they never got any wins, really. You know, did they make the playoffs with him at all? Maybe twice, twice, once or twice. Yeah. Didn't win a Super Bowl. Never a contender, right? Never a contender. And I would say like it was just it was honestly just for stats and, and highlights. That's the only like thing that we got out of him. Yeah. I, and it's interesting because. I really feel like the core of that Falcons team that did go and lost to the Patriots was obviously Ryan and Julio, right? But they did have Dan Campbell. Not Dan Campbell, sorry. Dan Quinn. Uh, Dan Quinn, who's defensive-minded head coach. You look at what he was able to do with the Cowboys defense now. I think that's a massive part in it. I mean, look at what the Falcons defense has become since he's left as their head coach. It's been terrible. So I think that while they didn't have a ton of incredible playmakers on that side of the ball, they were certainly competent enough to get to the Super Bowl, whereas the Lions struggled on that side of the ball for a long, long time, and they also never really had um, a consistent running back that was paired with Stafford. The offensive line was never that great. Remember how many times that guy got hurt? Matty Ice Pack is what people were calling him all the time, even as, as good of a thrower as he was. But I think that... Some of it, to me, is wait and see because through three years, Justin Jefferson is doing what none of these guys have done. Jamar yeah. Chase, you could also throw yeah, into that mix as sure. well. You also have to consider as well, how many of these guys have won Super Bowls so far? There's only two on this list that have, Reggie Wayne and Mike Evans. Yeah. Right. And so the ultimate goal when you're drafting a player is to build a Super Bowl roster, right, to contribute to that. So I'm with you on the Mike Evans thing. He's still with the team, still putting up awesome numbers. And Reggie Wayne, same thing, right? Lifer there. And now he's coaching for the team, too, right? He yeah. stays with an organization, so I like that. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is tough for me because, you know, he changed teams. He, I he don't could, have... He could, he could end up being on the, his third team this season. He will be, he, I think, yeah. come this end of this weekend, right? We, we'll see DeAndre Hopkins on a different team come Sunday. I just... Is that... Should we be holding that against him, though? Because no. I will say, like, the... The no, narrative... number five on my skill. Overall, sorry. My skill list, Calvin, Julio, Fitz, Jetta... Hop. The value list. He's not, not on. He's probably number six in my value. Him and Megatron Cause, cause probably number six tied for value. Realistically, don't we think that Jefferson probably has a good shot of going to another team as well? At, right now, the way that I look at it, I don't think he's going to stay on this Vikings team for the next 10 years unless they do something substantial um, in regards to changing their quarterback. 
if he wants to win, if, if, if that's what he wants, right? If he wants to be, and we're comparing a lot of these guys together based off of how many times they get to a Super Bowl and how many times they win, or if they won at all. Hot take, my 2024 season, Justin Jefferson is going to be on the Cowboys somehow. That'd be I mean, crazy. I, I would love that. That'd be awesome. Lamb and Jefferson. <laughs> they Really? Both of them together? That'd be insane. It would be you insane. You just have to give it picks, dude. At that, I, point, at that gonna... point, if Dak is not the number one quarterback in the <laughs> NFC, we'll have a real problem. Yeah. If I'm just looking at this list right, really quickly for the 2007 draft class, which is when Calvin went number two overall. Number one was Jamarcus Russell, arguably one of the biggest busts of all time. But who are the guys that you would rather? Joe Thomas? Number three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But who are the guys that AP you would, at seven? So you would have taken AP at number two overall? I think that's Instead, fair. Dude, I think that's dude, fair based yeah, off of where the Vikings yeah, got bro. as him as their best <laughs> player with the quarterback play that they had, which wasn't great. Like Stafford almost got better when Megatron left. Peterson was able to have more impact for that offense and take that. Who's team better? To, who's better to you, Nick? And who's better at their best, Megatron or, or AP? I think Megatron. Better at their best? I think it's tight. I think that's tough, dude. I just think you can control a game, especially the way that it's they were playing back then with a running back, with an elite running back like Adrian Peterson, yeah. more than you can with Megatron. We, we've just always been so skeptical about taking running backs in the first round. And we're look, and look, knowing what we know about Calvin retiring early, obviously AP's played way longer, way longer than any shelf life of a running back. But I just, if I'm thinking about a running back, you know, like I'm not taking him number two overall. I mean, you look at this list and like you got Patrick Wilson here who also retired early. You got Marshawn Lynch. You got Darrell Revis. That's I would have taken Snake all these Kendrick. guys over Megatron. Because to me, the year before, <laughs> Reggie Bush went second overall. I think Marshawn's kind of tough. Oh, no, sorry, not Marshawn. My bad. I would have taken Patrick Willis, you said, right? Mm -hmm. I would have taken Darrell Revis. Joe Thomas. Joe. Easy left tackle pick. Number one pick. Redraft this should, draft. Probably should have been the first he, overall yeah, pick. Yeah, should have been the Raiders' number one overall pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's tough. It's, it's Megatron's an enigma because... It's, you know, it's and also uh, what could have been too, you know, it's the same thing with hop. Like if he didn't go to the Texans and went to a real team with a real quarterback and had stability there, every team he goes to the quarterback stability falls apart completely, or he gets ripped from the situation and moves to Arizona, right? He had Deshaun Watson. He's moved to Arizona. Uh, it's a good, really good list. Andre Johnson was on that list. He was two Texans, both taken within 15 years of each other I and mean, just goes to show how bad that franchise has continued Two to Bengals be too jamar chase and aj right o-line d-line in this day and age in some instances if he's a real talent corner quarterback receiver receiver is not something in my eyes you start with still to this day um yeah but look at all the top receivers in the league right now that are pretty much all first-round draft picks, besides maybe Cooper Cup. Tay. Where was where was Hill? He was, he was beginning of Hill's Hill fifth. Was fifth, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. There's some outliers for sure. But the Jamar young, Chase, the young guys, yeah. especially. Jamar Chase. I think that team's Jefferson, an outlier. The Bengals. I think. I think it's also just they're it's, just that. It's just they're just good. These guys are so talented now at this point that it's just it's hard to miss. On a wide receiver, it's getting hard to, to miss. No, uh, eh. in the, in, no, 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 no. I'm with you on that. No, I'm with you on that. I think it is getting like, hard. like harder. 
The, I'm talking about the top guys. I mean, yes, from the Dachshund, Treadwell, Will Fuller, Corey Coleman days, uh, yes. That's, it was a disaster. But I mean, now, like, you look guys. at guys like, you know, this draft class that had Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf. And is, it not, is that the same one that had Justin Jefferson, too, or no? My, I, get, no. Like, I, I have everything up. But regardless, those guys are all second-round picks. A.G. Brown's a second-round pick. Right. First and second round. Okay. I'm, like, retracting a little bit. But still, like, I feel like that's the area... It's kind of the sweet spot of not really missing that much anymore. Yeah. Easy to miss on corner. I think you got to get the right corner. O-line, if you're getting the, like undoubtedly the, the number one O-lineman in the class, he's probably going to be a beast for the most part. Same with the D-line too. Yeah, I would like to think so. So there was, last year there was five wide receivers taken in the first round. Mm-hmm. Quickly. So far, Drake London, good pick, bad pick. So far. One year I know I it's tough. Pick. I can we take out like where he was picked? Because I think yeah, he's a good player. First round, good player. Okay, Garrett Wilson, good pick. Yes, Olave, yes, good pick. Jamison Williams, bad pick so far. Injury now suspension. They and they moved. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring value back in. They moved up to get him. Okay, Dotson. He was electric when he was on the field, though. John Dotson. Say that. Let's good say pick. Good average pick. pick. Good pick. Traylon Burks, bad, bad pick. pick. Okay, injury. Reason behind it. I'm just saying, 100%. like, there's a lot job. going yeah. with that, and they traded AJ Brown. There's a lot of things. The, that the he only can't like true guy that is first round pick that like we've seen at least in my mind in the last like three or four years that has not panned out on the field for playing reasons is Jalen Rager. Correct. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Uh, Bateman, Tony. A ba- little bit Bateman. Too. Yeah. Bateman, Tony. I want to get into NBA uh, as well, but we'll be back in just a hot second. So cool. don't go anywhere. We're gonna take a little little break. Charity Stripe, free throws, hit them. Fisher to stop with snacks, Kreider. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.